Hi, this is Jonathan, and I play the human wizard, Jonathan the Magimuscular. Hi, I'm Jack. I play Trevancore, a half-elf Beastmaster Ranger. Hi, this is John. I play your half-orc barbarian, Carlton Tanks. Hi, this is Julia. I play the rock gnome cleric, Bernice Q. Burns. And I'm Lauren, your humble DM, and welcome to Distinguished Adventurers. Last time on Distinguished Adventurers. <gasps> I like that. <gasps> <gasps> After a concert turned into a dark ritual, it opened up a portal to some far realm. Our heroes bravely battled to stop the attack coming from that portal and close the door, letting in hordes of horrific creatures. Thanks to their efforts and the work of many of their friends, they were able to save the lives of most of the citizens at the theater, kill those responsible for enacting the ritual in the first place, and shut down the portal for good. The gargantuan creature known as the Lord of Entropy did manage to squeeze through the portal, but seemed to be injured as the portal was shut. Everyone left in the amphitheater was suddenly overcome by that creature's aura of death, falling unconscious until being roused by the Black Staff herself, Vajra Safar. Arastic was able to teleport everyone to the relative safe safety of the Amethyst Acropolis, where Vajra admitted she was using most of her considerable power to keep those in the castle and surrounding areas shielded and safe. And she asked the Heralds of Greenness if they would once again defend Waterdeep from the nightmare that has emerged. And of course, they said yes. And that is where we begin tonight. Welcome to Distinguished Adventures. I'm Lauren, your humble DM. I have a giant cup of low sugar mango juice and a tiny little bit of what is left of the Woodford Reserve bourbon in my Jack Edithel gifted cup. It is a reminder to me that I need to pick up more because it smells so good. Speaking of which, Travancore, what are you drinking? And since the last time we got together, y'all leveled up to level 19, what's the thing you're most excited for for level 19? Good people of Faerun. Travancore's choice this evening is Hogarden wheat beer. Uh, so you can uh, kind of see the label there a little bit. Mm. I was just feeling Belgian wheat beer. I haven't had beer in a little while, so down the hatch. Here we go. I mean, a good wheat beer is always, always a joy. It's brewed with coriander and orange peel, which, you know, a lot of the, the white beers are. It's enjoyable. It's good. It's crisp. It uh, has that body you'd expect from, from a Belgian white. And as far as level goes, I'm level 19. I took a level in Ranger. And uh, so I added a spell to my repertoire. And as sort of a Traficor's character, I started summoning beasts and then summoning Fae, and now he's summoning elementals. So Ooh. that is the spell that I took. Nice. Good choice. Summoning all the things. I love it. And moving on to Carlton, what are you drinking? And tell us a little bit about your level 19. Tonight I am drinking 7-Up with uh, zero sugar. You know, just a little refreshing pick-me-up after a day of work. And so Carlton is a multi-classer, so he went another level in Barbarian, which is the 15th level, and Persistent Rage. So my rage is so fierce, it only ends early if I fall unconscious or if I choose to end it. So perma-rage. <laughs> mm. All the anger, all the I'm time. I'm just going to walk around pissed off all day, all times. <laughs> You're just going to start doing the simmering anger. Yeah. The, it, it's always kind of there, but it's quiet anger, which is always scarier, that's, at that's least my in my secret. opinion. I'm always angry. Mm. A plus. Mm. Well done there. Top mark, sir. Well, that was the two multi-classers of the group. Let us move on to the two mainliners of the group. Jonathan, what are you drinking? And tell us a little bit about your level 19. Hey, this is Jonathan, and I play Jonathan the Magimuscular, and today I'm bringing back an old favorite. Uh, there have been some talk about nostalgia with, the, uh, with where we all met the Rooster Teeth community, and this was a creation at an RTX. So you can guess that this is probably a little problematic. Uh, just a little. This is what we called a Harnold Palmer. And during one of our many, many, many trips at the Rail Yard condos, rest in peace, Rail Yard, mm. uh, we made a couple of these to test which ones were the best. Is it lemonade, vodka, and tea, real tea, lemonade, and iced tea vodka, or both the vodkas uh, mixed together? I can tell you which one was terrible. It was all the vodkas was horrible. Uh, this was, I believe, the second place. This is a Deep Eddy uh, lemonade vodka and iced tea with just a splash of uh, lemon juice. And it is real good and real dangerous. Mm. I like it. And tonight's shot of Fireball. To be consumed at the first casting of Fireball, 
and you can bet Fireball's going to be cast tonight, is going out to Forrest from Stabby Quest. Thank you for your patronage. We really do appreciate it. And this shot of Fireball is for you. And uh, level 19 for Jonathan Metamuscular. So he took a feat. He evened out, he used uh, the durable feat to even out his con. So now it is a straight 18. And uh, now he gets uh, even more hit points when he spends hit dice, which eh, he needed to level out his con and there really wasn't a better way to do it. So that's fine. And uh, the spells that he took as a, as a 19th level wizard, he'd kind of already taken the 8th and 9th level spells that he wanted. So he took a couple of old staples that had been missing from his repertoire. Namely, Fly and Lightning Bolt. Ooh, Ooh, very nice. I totally get the, you know, you get to those higher levels and you don't necessarily always want to take an eighth or ninth level spell because you only get one slot for most of the time. And so it's like, well, it doesn't make sense to have three or four ninth level spells. I only get to use one a day. So, I mean, Fly and Lightning Bolt are prime. They're good, good, good. We'll see if they come into play today. They might. Uh, I will say that Jonathan the Magic Muscular is the poorest 19th level wizard. So <laughs> he doesn't, he can't afford things like a 3000 GP thing for a 9th level spell. That was like the main reason for picking the spells that he did was because he can't afford to get the expensive components for some of the others. And some of them are like, yeah, that, which is consumed during the spell. It is like, mm. um, yeah, I'm not going to, I'm good. Not going to take that. I will say, because, you know, there's one more level to go, assuming you all survive. And if there is one of those spells that any of you wants to take that has the, the super high cost or the thing that then is consumed, definitely let me know, because we can work on those. But finally, to our other mainline class character, Bernie, what are you drinking? And what did you get for your 19th level? I am currently not drinking. <laughs> That's okay. Well, okay, no, actually, it's a Monday night, and I probably wouldn't drink on a Monday night, but um, I finally addressed what might be an allergic reaction on my face to, like, my, to different skincare products, and hopefully all of you know that you should not be using any kind of steroid on your face permanently because it will thin your skin. There are things that you can be given, though, that will, like, not do that and will actually help treat, like, awful atopic eczema. As it turns out, a very small percentage of people that use those creams will have horrible burning on their face or wherever Ooh. they put it if they drink. And I was like, we're talking like I could feel the fire on yeah. my face. Mm. And I was like, what is that? Am I like, there are some restaurants here that are still requiring like masks when you get up from your table and proof of vaccination and so we had like a valentine's day do-over since ottawa's valentine's day got ruined by a certain group of people who took over our city mm. so we went out and i had like a drink a cute little cocktail and i was like i don't really drink that much anymore am i like really feeling this and i had makeup on for the first time in a really long time so it didn't show through my makeup and then the next time i had like a drink see i had a glass of wine and it was like just this flames around any area. You could see where I'd rubbed it in and where, like, my fingers had gotten it other places because it was raised and red. Yeah. Wow. And I looked it up, and there's nothing. It doesn't, it's not, I, I imagine if this happened, like, if I had this on and I drank all the time, I could do permanent damage to my skin. But they're just like, Oof. they said some people who use this choose to abstain from alcohol <laughs> while they're going through the treatment for, and I was like, no shit, Mayo <laughs> yeah. Clinic. Yikes. And it's Damn. like, and it's a, such a tiny percentage of people. And I was just like, it's fine. But it was maddening because anybody who's ever experienced like an allergic reaction or an irritant reaction on their skin that has had dealt with red skin on their face that makes you embarrassed or you're just like, why? Mm -hmm. Why? You get the thing that heals you. And then all of a sudden you have the worst thing you've ever seen. It's like worse than a sunburn, like worse than the mm. worst sunburn you've ever had in terms of and it takes a really long time to go down. So long story so short. just water for today. Hmm. We are not drinking. And if you ever are given a new medication and you're at the pharmacy and they don't give you any like extra information, if they say, do you have any questions? The first question out of your mouth is, should I be avoiding any food or drink <laughs> while on this medication? Because there was nothing. 
Yeah. Um, so instead, I just finished up a bowl of mini eggs, which are now allowed in the house because we are close enough to Easter, and some milk, and I have water. But all hmm. that is, that is my, that is the the over, the personal overshare in hopes that someone else, <laughs> A, what I really hope is that anyone who is listening who is dealing with like weird stuff on your face or on your skin and you were like, well, it's not that bad, so I don't need to do anything about it and I should just be more body positive or I should just feel better about myself. Go to a goddamn doctor if you can. I understand that not everybody has access and that sucks. Mm. But if you have the ability to get a recommendation and you have the coverage or the money to go to a dermatologist, it doesn't have to be horrible and itchy. It can just be red and bothering you. Please go get things seen. You deserve to feel good about your skin and your body. And sometimes feeling good about yourself actually does mean making changes and you don't feel perfectly secure all the time, you're not a failure. You aren't, please don't feel that way. I felt that way for years. I thought if I just liked myself better, my personal insecurities about my skin would go away. No, I need to not use things with fragrance added. This all makes me wonder if if only Bernie were real and could just be here with us, uh, how much how much easier all of this would be. A little bit of greater restoration fixed everything. Fixed every I know greater restoration, and then I could use we are a new level, and I feel like a lot of the things I would invest my um, skill points in are already like kind of high enough. So I decided I would take a feat. And I was looking through and I was trying to figure out a feat that made more sense for the character. And I thought I would take a feat that I am calling Nag. (laughs) All right. I'm not familiar with this feat. Could you be more specific? It is also known as telepathic. (laughs) Oh. Oh, damn. Oh, no. Oh. Increase your intelligence, wisdom, or charisma score by one to a maximum of 20. You can speak telepathically to any creature you can see within 60 feet of you your telepathic utterances are in a language you know this is good because i only because bernie speaks common and, and gnomish so yeah. and the creature understands you only if it knows that language your communication doesn't give the creature the ability to respond to you telepathically you can cast the detect thoughts spell requiring no spell slot or components and you must finish a long rest before you cast it in this way again which is pretty sweet I envision this as a way for Bernie to talk to, obviously, the other heralds, but I was also envisioning it in a way that this is really good opportunity for Bernie to perpetrate a few cons on people, and I think for the right charisma role. It doesn't say anything, anything in this description about the fact that the person you are talking to telepathically knows it is you, and this feels like the best opportunity to pretend to be the voice of God. Yeah, yeah. Being able to just insert yourself into people's minds. It can be a thing. I also thought this had a lot of good battlefield utilization in times where we forget to cast, like, forget to go in on the call. You can cancel that expensive tail bond membership. No, 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 no. Yeah, but now now Bernie's just the phone switching board. We've come up with tail bond plus. Where for a low, low monthly subscription, you get all of the Telbon services uh, at your disposal, including classic Telbon services. So it's so Telbon Plus, forget. basically. Yeah. Te- te- that's why I called it Telbon Plus. <laughs> I feel like it's like I have a. I feel pager. like people don't listen to me. <laughs> I was thinking, like, I'm like a paid, like, I can reach you guys. Oh, it's one way Telbon. The most Bernie thing in the world. Real, yeah. real quick. Hey, hey, Bernie, tell Jonathan I said hi. Right? Yeah. I played a a rogue, a soul knife, for a little while, which is an awesome, awesome class. And it has something very similar that's baked into the class features in where you can be in telepathic communication with people, but you don't connect other people. So I can be in telepathic communication with three, four, five people, but I am essentially the hub. So it was... Most of the time, we just kind of role played away that a conversation was happening by someone talking to me and then me relaying it to someone else. But every once in a while, we'd go into the nitty gritty of that of my character, who was a warforged, who was sometimes a little bit literal, would do her best to just exactly reproduce the tone, inflection, and voice of the person that she was relaying the message to. And it became fun and sometimes a little weird, but fun. Speaking of fun, You're all in the Amethyst Acropolis. It has been a day. It has been quite a day. You have been teleported here by Erastic, who is looking 
real rough, but still way better than he was uh, a couple minutes ago, which was almost dead. And the immensely powerful Vajra Safar has just left after filling you in on what she is doing and why she is relying on you and anyone else that you can think of to go take care of this Lord of Entropy situation. Um, she has used some of the last of her energy to imbue you all with a, a second wind, shall we say, and has just left. And while things are dire, there is obviously a moment or several moments to come to some decisions and prepare. And to that end, Aras, as he is frantically looking through some stuff on his desk, as he is casting a couple of sendings, looks to all of you and says, are you going to go right away or do you need time to prepare? I can understand if you do not want to rush off. We might only have one shot at this and I would rather have you as prepared as possible if there is anything that you can think of. Jonathan the Metromuscular is holding a feather that uh, he found where Bucks would have fallen. And so he just kind of like, he's looking at it for a second, kind of in his own reverie. And then he puts it into one of his, because he's probably got like, I don't know, leather wraps around his wrists. Like all, all of us fantasy people have leather wraps. So he tucks it in and uh, Jonathan the Magimuscular thinks we should be going right away. However, uh, Jonathan the Magimuscular has some surprises. Carlton, do you still feel like your brain is encased and blanked? DM, do I? Because we had that long rest, but it wasn't really a long rest. Uh, how long does that spell last for? 24 hours, I think. Yeah. Let, let me double check. Or until long rest. Duration, 24 hours. Oh, okay. Or until cast again, right? Until the spell ends. Okay. Uh, but it just says 24 hours. But I would, if like all of our effects reset, I, that would be understandable. I'm trying to decide, because uh, really there's not that much that would still be active because of the time involved. It would be... The Mind Blank, the Crown of Stars is still going, I think, because that lasts an hour. Okay. And it's not concentration. It's not concentration. The The problem is y'all y'all kind of uh, got knocked out by the Lord of Entropy for yeah, a little bit. Yeah, how long were we so, out for? Yeah. Vajra, before she left, said it was it was a short amount of time. That was It was maybe a minute. Okay. Which, when you think about it in rounds, is an eternity. Yeah. But, and the Lord of Entropy just left. You remember being in its presence and some something emanating off of it, and then everyone fell unconscious. Um, here's what we're going to do. So we've got Crown of Stars. We've got... Mind Blank. Oh, Mind and, Blank. And then uh, Mage Armor. And Mage Armor. Does anybody else have any spells that would have been still up at this point? Because I don't think so, I mean, right? I had Hunter's Mark, but it was on um, Zadok. And then when she died, I didn't get a chance to move it. So I'm guessing... I think, okay. I think that only lasts a minute, too, So or yeah. as well. So that yeah, would have so fallen off. Yeah. All right. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to see if the Lord of Entropy made those go away or not. Oh, so do you? Okay. I like this. For the mind blank, Carlton, high or low? Low. Roll to 54. The mind blank that's is gone. Okay. I mean, that's a, that's that's a fail. Like, under 60 is a failure like in grade school. So like that's a low grade. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> for a D100, a 54 right. is still <laughs> a high. All right. So the mind blank is gone. Let's talk about Crown of Stars. Jonathan, high or low? Uh, let's go. You know what? We got to hit a few of these, so let's still go low. I rolled a five. <laughs> Your crown of stars is still All up. All right. That is important for what's about to happen. Okay. Uh, and for the mage armor, one last time, high or low? Uh, low. This one I don't care as much about. I got a 58. So okay, that's... mage armor is gone. So Jonathan the mage muscular kind of takes inventory of himself. Carlton, do you feel mind blanked? No, and I want you to hit me as hard as you can. What? No. Yeah. What? No. Do it. What? No. Back the shit out of me. So Jonathan the Magic Muscular does the thing that uh, Duke Atreides did in uh, in Dune, where he like taps himself, so he bong bong, and he tries to feel if the mage armor is there, and it's not. He's just like it goes straight through. It's like, oh, well, all right, uh, okay, all right. Uh, let's let's reorganize here, Jonathan. I think. Jonathan Magic Muscular feels like we should go right away. And since he taps his head, this is still up. I can tell a 
teleport us right in front of that bastard. Right. Uh, did you did you blank me? Getting there. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Bernie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. Why not? Today is is it sunshiny? It's fine. Yeah. No. Who cares about the weather? We're fine. Okay. While they're talking about that, Travancore wants to think back to his harrowing experiences dealing with demons and devils and figure out whether the Lord of Entropy would be the kind of being that uh, Anorak would, would have been fighting. You know, just from your experience and just from the feel of this thing, that is not a demon. That is not a devil. Okay. The devils have order and purpose and cohesion. The demons, while chaos, have also purpose and you know the feel of those creatures what came out of this portal is nothing like any of that it's closer to roll a nature check okay nature 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 while they're doing that jonathan the magimuscular is going to ask who's afraid of heights 17 in general they're obviously not my favorite as i am a rock gnome but I have a feeling we can't get around this, so let's whatever you're gonna do. Okay. But before you go ahead with that, Travancore, there's not much that you have encountered that feels the same way. The vast majority of things that you have fought, that you've seen, that you've heard about, have order. They have sense. They make some sort of coherent sense in the world, even if it's contrary to everything you believe. This thing, it's like it's from a different world. It's as if something wrong has happened. And you've heard of aberrations before. You've heard of things like beholders and just stuff that's like the Fae, but once again, even more alien. This is something like that. That's actually a... Kind of relieving to Travancore for a couple of reasons, in a weird kind of way. That the enemy is disturbing, but the fact that the path that he didn't want to take is actually close to him is kind of a relief. Okay, so Jonathan the Magimuscular is gonna Carlton uh, first up, Ha-cha-da! and <laughs> harder mind blanked. Uh, we'll get there. <laughs> so you are the subject of a mind blank. That's unfortunate because if the mind blank had stayed up, Bernie would have gotten this one. Oh. I mean, you could always burn some more spell slots and do it again, but I could no, I, well, I can't do another eighth level uh, unless I wish it. But I have plans for my ninth level spell slot. We're still waiting for that wish to happen. Yep. <laughs> then Jonathan the Magimuscular taps himself, boom, boom, and you see a mage armor. The mage armor are the shields from Dune now. Like it, 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 it comes forward from in the, the same new way. Dune the movie, new not Dune, the old not the old pa- Patrick. No, 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 with the boxy boxes. No, no. no. The cool, like, oh, I, I love the sound effect of the shields and dude. It's so good. Yeah. Okay. And then he's going to say, uh, are there any other spells we want to cast before we appear in front of him? I have one more, but Bernie, Travancore. Oh, before we appear in front of him. Oh, what a yeah. good idea. I feel like I feel like I should cast Bless on you guys. And I will say, as we are figuring this out, if you do, because I know Bless is only a minute. So I will account for if if you would like to go through some of this and be be essentially I'm gonna cast bless right before we leave, right, but want right. to take care of that now. We can do that, and I will I will allow all of that. So that way it's not okay. We're going, and then all of a sudden everybody has to like call yeah, out that, stuff. Then you lose a round for for the round that where we count cast teleport. Yeah, I also don't want as you're planning to feel the panic of wait 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 so uh any spells that you want to cast if they are going to be cast if they only have a length of say a minute or something i will assume that they have been cast the moment before you leave all right so i think what we're gonna do we're gonna do bless as a third level spell no no no. we're gonna do we need to get everybody does the bear need to be blessed is that, I guess if he's getting an attack roll, yeah. We're going to do Bless as a fourth level spell. I forgot about Shadow in my calculus of what was going to be getting what. What's about to happen is going to be wonderful. Oh my. Uh, okay. Bless is a fourth level spell so that all everybody making attack rolls 
and it will happen in the in the moments we're just gonna assume there's like a three two one and bernie's like on three she's just like yeah yeah exactly i don't think that's what bless actually sounds like but i guess it does now (laughs) in the three two one before you leave to go fight the lord of entropy it does now (laughs) is coco stoot coming with us um i'm i'm thinking about movement versus you know a lot of her shit's range coco snoot is going to get some snacks and is going to sit this one out because bernie doesn't want to risk it at that jonathan's going to take bucks's feather uh that he had stuffed in there he's going to put it instead on coco snoot's collar and say hey look after that buddy he's going to give him some Quick pre-battle switch, Chris. Coco Snoot's going to uh, break propriety and lick you in that way that dogs do, where the tongue goes up your nose, and you're not mm. sure how it got there. No, and yeah. it shouldn't yep, yep. fit, and it's really uncomfortable. But you know it means they love you. <laughs> yep, uh, I Baron. When I met him, fortunate enough to meet him, uh, he gave me one of those licks, and yeah. You know, Aww. Uh, but anyway, uh, no. okay. So. All right, so that's going to make sure that Coco Snoot is taken care of. So that's going to be five against the teleport. Travancore, are you summoning any friends? Because if you summon up to four, you can cast a spell now and they'll come with us. Oh. Well, maybe just one friend. And with that, Travancore is going to cast Summon Elemental. I'm kind of trying to what level I want to do it at. I want to save my six-level spell slot if I need it for in battle. So maybe we'll do it at the fifth level. Yeah. All right. Travancore, tell me a little bit about what elemental are you summoning and what does it look like as you cast this spell? All right. So manifest on which base, uh, fearless spirit. Let's see, I can do air, fire, or water. I'm trying to think what will work well to get something in entropy. I think water would be very appropriate because water is what nourishes life and is the building block upon which all life is based. So if you're fighting to defend, you know, order and life and everything, like water is kind of a natural um, water. I can say it both ways in bilingual. Water is the natural thing to use. So, so maybe you would do water and maybe it takes the form of a certain water being known for handing out swords that are the basis of forms of government. It's it's okay. a lady of the it's a sexy lady of the you're sec, summoning a sexy water elemental. Uh, well, right. sexy is in the eye of the beholder. The water, the water elemental, elemental comes and Bernie says, "This is ridiculous. This is no reason. What what is what, what, what what's your judgment level that you decide who's in charge?" <laughs> <laughs> Bernie immediately has questions for the lady of the lake. <laughs> Strange elementals lying in oh, ponds, being distributing. Repressed. Yes, yes. Question, Travancore, does that thing fly? Let's see. I think it can if it's an animal. Let me see. Armor class, speed, burrow speed. There's a swim speed. Okay, fly. Oh, the only the air elemental flies. So should I do air instead, right. you think? It's up to you. Uh, I just, there, there is a calculus that I am taking into account. If you do the air and elemental, we can make jokes about Avatar. Hmm. I mean, uh, you can it, technically make Avatar jokes no matter what element you summon. But I, mean, I, I understand your point. I understand your point. It's right. up to you. Uh, if you want a water elemental, then then have a water elemental. Will the water elemental be harmed if certain people who really really like flames cast spells in the? Uh, they can be. Are excluded. we gonna have a steam elemental? Nah, it has fine. an amorphous form. I know that much, so it can move through a space as narrow as one inch wide without squeezing, which is pretty. Cool. Yeah, they'll be they'll be okay. They'll yeah, be but fine. is everything gonna be okay until the day Jonathan the Magimuscular attacks? <laughs> I did just literally add lightning bolt as the fi- as the high art of uh, a firebending here. Well, you know, air being the building block upon which all life is based, maybe Travancore casts an air <laughs> elemental all instead. Right. Oh, just be, I you need to be able to oxidize. Okay, and I love it. This one uh, will take the shape of of an eleven-year-old bald-headed boy. No, 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 no. It's going to be, uh, you know, Avatar jokes. Yes, actually, this one's going to be in the shape of a uh, of a lady in a old-timey like nineteen tens, nineteen twenty aviator cap and a, a bomber jacket and uh, those kind of pantaloons that are just a little bit wide at the hips, but not too wide. And she's going to have a short haircut. So she's a fantasy Amelia Earhart. Yeah. I was about to I say, like you it. Amelia Earhart. It's wonderful. Amelia Earhart. I'm kind of here for it. Oh, shit. Oh, God, that's the name of the episode. Okay, mm. so now that we have a flying creature on the field, Shadow and Carlton. Yeah. You two are about to join the air elemental in the joy of flight. Are we about to do Bear Force 1? 
You're about to be Bear Force One. You have a bow, so flying isn't as important to you. Bernie, though, you don't have Coco Snoot. Do you want to fly? Yes. Okay. Yes. Then Bernie Bernie says, I will do this flying thing for you. Just be ready, because if I lose concentration on this, everyone comes tumbling down to Earth. So, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> and then This is okay. This is going to be great. And if Sugar Ray's stuck in your head now, congratulations, you're old. <laughs> All right. So oh, that's, I knew I was old. So three right. flyers <laughs> is, gonna, uh, is going to tabulate up to a six-level spell, which I have handy. All right. So Jonathan has, is, is getting ready to cast Fly in one hand, and he's got his teleport in the other. Bernie's holding her bless in in her hand. Are we ready? Punch me. No. <laughs> and <laughs> in that moment. And when he says no, Carlton slaps himself across the face and you see his eyes narrow and go bloodshot like, yeah! Three. And so I'm raging. Two on two. I want to save my progress. Sorry, All of a sudden, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Shadow and Carlton and Bernie, they feel lighter and they feel as if they have a fly speed of 60 feet nice oh god i changed my mind (laughs) (laughs) and then he's like two one and he start he gets ready to cast teleport as bernie casts bless Mm -hmm. all right we feel the blessings of uh oh i don't know what do we feel queen bay all right i'm not a polytheist i know i I didn't want want to describe your spell for you no that's fine you've felt it many times you've you're better described bernie almost casts it more on y'all than she does on herself you're better describing it than she is Mm. (laughs) you all have a honey flavor in your mouth all of a sudden oh i love that Mm. one (laughs) teleport and based on the direction that we saw the lord of entropy moving jonathan the magimuscular teleports us to the section of Waterdeep right in front of it how far away would right in front of it be? A hundred feet. Okay, because you can literally look out the window to Aras's office and see this creature. So I can say I will let you be incredibly accurate, but I wanted to be... Actually, 60 feet. 60 feet in front of it. 60 feet? Yeah. Okay. I'll write that down. That's, uh, that. I feel like that's going to be enough for us to... Keep up with it, and I'll also be in range of most of our stuff just right off the bat. Okay. The Distinguished Adventurers are huge fans of Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms. It's a Dungeons & Dragons strategy video game that brings together D&D characters from novels, adventures, and multiple live streams into a single grand adventure. It is so much fun to put together a formation that includes champions from our favorite D&D streams, books, and more. Every week there's something new happening in the game, and it's available on almost any platform. Need some loot to gear up your champions? We're happy to offer a free Electrum chest to all of our listeners. This week's code expires on April 24th at 8pm Pacific, so open up the game, go to the shop, and type in this code. P-L-O-T-D-O-S-H V-I-L-E. So use that code and let us know on Twitter or Instagram what goodies you got. And now, enough of the loot drops. Back to the show. So the last thing you all see as Jonathan sets off his teleport is the serious face of your friend Aras with Coco Snoot standing next to him by his side. And Aras doesn't say anything, but you you can see that he's got some confidence, even in his bedraggled, very close to getting killed state. And there is the gut-wrenching jolt that always happens when you teleport. But it's very quick, as you are not going that far. This is not planar travel. And suddenly, you appear. It's water deep. At least it should be. It's right in front of the castle of Waterdeep, the big, magnificent structure set pretty much next to the mountain that the city is named after. And just in front of it should be a bustling part of this metropolis. It should be buildings and people and especially 
in the middle of the day like it is, you know, one, two o'clock in the afternoon, it should be full of people and life and the center hub of this entire magnificent, gigantic city. Except what you arrive on, it's not even rubble. It's just gone. There's a whole section of Waterdeep that is just missing. You land on blackened dirt. There are no buildings. There are no people. There are no walls. The sky above is clouded, but it's, it's as if there's a miasma in the air that is shielding the sun and the light from reaching you. It's not dark, but it feels like storm clouds have rolled in as the sun is setting, even though it is middle of the day. You look around and multiple hundreds of feet away, you do finally see parts of Waterdeep up into actual buildings. And it's not that the whole of Waterdeep is destroyed. It's just kind of this one area right in front of the castle. But it's hundreds of feet wide. And it's, everything's just gone. And you look in front of you, knowing that Jonathan has intentionally transported you to within 60 feet of this creature. And you get another very good look at this gargantuan being. And I need everyone to roll insight checks. Don't forget the bless. Don't forget the Don't bless. Don't forget the bless. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag blessed. Okay, Carlton? Carlton is real mad. Real mad, and real mad means not very insightful. Natural one. Uh, oh, dear. So it's a four plus the bless. <laughs> Anyways, it's going to be no higher than an eight. Uh, yeah, it's it's hard to be insightful when you're raging. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Uh, Bernie? Well, with the four, the I rolled better on my D4 than I did on my D20. Oh, oh no. no. So Same that's here. an, with my bonus to insight, I rolled a three plus five, which is an eight plus four is a 12. Okay. Uh, Travancore? Travancore got a 17. Okay. And Jonathan? Uh, Jonathan the Mandramuscular got an eight. So three of you are very distracted, not detrimentally, but distracted by the, the blankness around you, the destruction without visible signs of destruction, just the absence of stuff, the absence of city. And Travancore, you look at the Lord of Entropy where parts of it are still disintegrating before your eyes and turning into creatures that fly away as it magically regenerates? Although regenerate seems to be the wrong word for it. Parts of its horns, bits of its wings, the cut-off section of its, the back of it, where you would expect to see a long dragon-like tail, but it has been severed because of the portal that had been closed on it. The wound itself has glossed over, but now it is another place on this creature that bits are falling off like ash and soot and turning to creatures. And these creatures are just flying everywhere. They're up into the air and gone. They're out towards everywhere that you can see across the city. They are some of the reason the sun is dim here. They're part of the miasma. And you realize the part of the city that's gone wasn't destroyed in the conventional way. It was just made gone. It just does not exist anymore. I relay all this disturbing stuff to my party. I always thought if I was going to be a part of a miasma, it would be of incandescent plasma. But I guess here we are. We don't always get to choose our own miasma. <laughs> As you appear, this, this creature is curled, not tightly, but up a little bit like a snake in front of what should be the castle of Waterdeep and the, the seat of power. And all of you do notice 
Carlton, even you, even though you have no innate arcane abilities, your perception is high enough that all of you do notice a shimmering field has surrounded the castle and, and much of the administrative buildings and one of the towers off to the right. And you think this is probably what Vajra was talking about, about shielding people in the, the castle ward. And this creature is curled in front of it, lazily looking around. And as you poof into existence, 60 feet in front of it, you all hear it in your head. You've returned. Are you interested in being gone now? No. No. <laughs> God, I wish we back and save claim we planned that. That was that was pretty good. That was pretty good. I need all of you, and then we will roll initiative. I need all of you to make a constitution saving throw. Oh, and boy. you recognize this aura. As it just happened to you a little while ago. Okay. Not bad. Wait, we get to add our thing. We get to add our bless. Right. You can add yeah, your don't bless. Don't forget Come your on. bless. And Shadow gets his bonus from being with inside of you because you all kind of appeared right together. Bernie? Well, thanks to the bless, that's a 15. That is a fail. Travancore and Shadow. I'm rolling for Shadow right now. Uh, Travancore with this bless got a 21. Okay. Uh, and also, I'm going to need your air okay. elemental. Amelia Earhart is going to need to roll. Uh, oh, Jonathan? Yeah. 18. That is all a fail. I have a plus 10, and I could not roll above a 7. Yeah, these are some, some bad rolls are happening. Shadow and the air elemental, please. All right, Shadow has a 15. Okay. And uh, Amelia Earhart gets a, oh, okay, 20. Did anyone get over a 20? I got a 21. 29 with the bless for Carlton when it 20, finally 20, populated. Ah, yeah. there we go. And 21 for uh, Travancore with the bless. Carlton. Yeah. You're so angry. So angry. Nothing could put you to sleep in this rage. And you look around. Everyone else with you has fallen unconscious. I need oh. everyone to roll initiative. Oh, boy. What was the save on that? Like 22? 21. I I got twenty one. It was it. higher than oh, twenty one. Oh okay. Oh. Yeah. oh never mind. Oh well. Okay, never mind then. This was the same thing that you encountered before, but Carlton this time, thanks to the bless. I mean, I was twenty five on my own. I would like to think that the bless. But it was definitely the bless. Definitely the bless. Yeah. It was like the of the twenty five points, <laughs> none of those were blessed, but all of them were. <laughs> you hear? You see Jonathan the Magic Muscular all of a sudden start saying. Hey, yeah, since I'm concentrating on this fly, I'll boom. <laughs> I will say, for, for other reasons, <laughs> for the moment, bless and the fly stay up. You've not lost concentration yet. For other reasons, I need Shadow and Amelia Earhart's initiative, just to get it in here in All the right. correct place. So, uh, call it, uh, Shadow got a 21, but that's a natural 20. Ooh, nice. They drink. And then Amelia, let me see what her uh, deal is. This is going to be pain. I should probably just have her stuff open in a separate window. All right, here we go. Summon Elemental. Unless this is the kind of thing where it goes after you in initiative? Yeah, I, think, I don't think it's its own turn in initiative. I think it goes after me. Okay. Then that's what we will do to make that a little bit easier. Carlton, what'd you get? I got a 15 with advantage. I rolled a 12 twice. You know, this, this thing is, is weird. It's, it's causing you to rethink all of your plans. Jonathan. Uh, that's a soft 20. And Travancore? 18. And Bernie? That's a 10. Couldn't roll right. the 18 on a, uh, on, a, on a save that was critical after I burned all my luck for the day. Nope, that's... Uh... Okay, so I have good news and bad news. The bad news is, Carlton, you are the only one awake at this moment. The good news is, the Lord of Entropy is not first. Shadow is up first. I need Shadow <laughs> to make a constitution saving throw with the bless. Here we go. <laughs> Six. Uh, Shadow stays. Oh, wait, bless, bless. But I don't think bless is going to matter, actually, even though if you had all four. Uh, unfortunately not. Shadow stays asleep. Jonathan, did you make a constitution saving throw with the bless? 26. With the bless, uh, 27. Jonathan. At the start of your turn, <gasps> you're on the ground. Your mouth is full of the dirt of this ground, but you are awake again. It is the start of your turn. Jonathan's eyes go wide as he sees the Lord of Entropy 
above him, moving towards him. Still 60 feet away, but it, it hasn't acted just yet. So. All right, let's kick this party off. Fifth level fireball, overcharged. That's going to be uh, 63 damage, and he needs to make a DC 19 uh, deck save. He does make the DC, so he'll take half damage. So 30... 32. 32. All right. I mean, still a healthy fireball. And then he is also, as a bonus action, going to take a star and toss it at him. All right. Go ahead and make your your attack. Uh, with a natural one, he it goes wide. Jeez. For the, the role playing of this, I think you hurl the star first. As you come awake, realizing what has happened, you just kind of fling the star almost without thinking and that's why it goes wide but then your fireball lands you remember that one video of the of the guy who did the backflip and he had some a pair of nunchucks but he did the backflip wrong and then he like lazily before he collapses does a couple of nunchuck things that's what jonathan the magic muscular sort of does he like gets up is like and throws a star like and yeah <laughs> it, it backs on him somewhere we'll deal with that later yeah, it, it happens. Oh, and... Uh, oh, yeah, for the fireball. And would you like fireball. to move anywhere? Jonathan the Magimuscular is going to move into... Or next to Bernie. Okay. Do you kind of float on over to be next to oh, Bernie? Oh, Jonathan the Magimuscular just moves. Ber Bernie's the one who's floating. Brian, can Bernie... Is Bernie floating? Or are we all of us that are flying sort of floating about three inches above the ground? Probably, yeah. Yeah, why not? Why not? It's funny that way. All right. And that's it? Uh, that's it. Okay. Carlton. Yes. Roll me a d6. It was a one. Mm. Okay. So you rolled a one. Bernie's floating above the ground. Shadow's floating above the ground. Travancore, are you floating above the ground? I think it wasn't cast on me. I'm, I'm, I'm ground bound. Earth bound. Okay. Carlton, are you floating or are you on the ground? Uh, I was cast on flying, so I'm floating. Okay. And Jonathan is floating. No. No, not. Okay. Mm. So I need Travancore and Jonathan. The ground under you, the dirt and the kind of the blackened leftovers of Waterdeep shifts and churns and becomes unstable. And I need the two of you to make strength saving throws. Uh-oh. Nine. That is a fail. Oh, dang. Add my bless to that. Uh, so that's going to be a 23. Oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Hang on. Maybe it's a really low DC. It is not a really low DC. 12. <laughs> Travancore, you do manage to hop and skip and kind of move out of the way as the, the ground almost turns to quicksand under your feet as it's shaking and shuddering. Jonathan, your feet get stuck in the ground where you are. You are currently restrained. Okay. Travancore. It is your turn. All right. Well, I want to keep... Uh, when I went was... I guess I made my save. So I guess my, 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 my elemental is up to Amelia Earhart is still yeah, in my turn too. Uh, did they make the save? Oh, I don't think they made the roll for it or not. Like, hmm. Do you mean to Can your elemental be put to sleep? Let me see. Condition immunities. Exhaustion. Grappled. Paralyzed. Petrified. Unconscious. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's, it's immune to being unconscious. Sweet. There you go. So it, it just... Stood there, Amelia just looked perturbed at all the people who just went and fell asleep. But it is still which is ups. incredibly fitting given her penchant for flying very long distances and staying awake to do so. That's totally fair. Okay, so what would you and Amelia like to do? Uh, so Travancore is going to use his sharpshooter feet to try and hit the Lord of Entropy with an arrow. Well, let's see. Even let's see. Thirty-one minus five is twenty-six to hit. Uh, yes. That hits. All right, so I'm going to add uh, 10 to whatever this is. All right, so that's going to do, let's see, 22 damage. Oh, nice. And that was your first arrow. That was my first arrow. And second arrow, I'm trying to think I'm going to need Sharpshooter again. I take the penalty, but, oh, shoot, I forgot that I have an advantage on the first attack, but it didn't matter. I mean, this high. You can crit fish. Oh, yeah, roll it again to crit fish. All right, crit fishing. Let's just see. Nope. That's Not fine. A crit fish. So at least okay. I get to roll again. Let's see. So we'll do another attack. Uh, we'll still do the uh, Sharpshooter feed again. Here we go. All so right. minus five to this one. All right. It's going to be a 14 to hit, though. Uh, that sadly does not. It goes very high, unfortunately. This creature is 
ginormous and it's constantly shifting and moving. So, but your first arrow strikes true. Okay. Um, anything else you would like to do? Bonus action and movement? Let's see. Bonus. I don't want to do Hunter's Mark because then I'll lose Amelia because um, she's concentration based. So movement, I think I will do that. Let's see here. Because uh, this guy's going to stay in my range no matter what. So what we're going to do is we're going to do about one, two, three, four, five squares back. Just straight back through Shadow. All right. And then it's Amelia's turn. Okay. All right. What so Am- would Amelia Earhart likes to do? <laughs> so Amelia gets this really cool feature called multi-attack. So basically I get a, the number of attacks equal to half the spell level rounded down. So they did it at, uh, what do you call it? See, half the spell level would be... Five, two, so five would be two. It gets two attacks, multi attacks. Still pretty good. So you get a yeah. slam attack. Uh, my attack spell, a spell modifier attack to hit. Okay, cool. That's not bad. And then reach five feet, one target. Oh, that's like a melee. So I would need to get right up to the thing. Shoot, but she can fly. So she's gonna use her movement to. Let's see if he, I. Th- I think she has enough five. And how high up in the air is he? Like in addition to the forty-five to get there. This gargantuan creature is both on the ground. And multiple stories in the air at the same time. So, okay, so I can hit the ground thing, if nothing else. Let's see, what's the flight speed for them? Burrow, fly feet is 40. Oh, how much I can get there? Oh, man. 30, 35, 40. How far away can you... Well, no, because you summoned it before you left. I'm gonna, it's, it's 45 feet away from where I put the, the sphere, but I'll say you can get up to it because I'm not going to quibble over those five feet when I was the one who placed your sphere of Amelia Earhart. Okay. Go ahead and make your multi-attack. All right, here we go. Let's see. Ba-da-da. Oh, dang. <laughs> That's a natural one on the die. Oof. Our dice are not good tonight. Why does your air elemental fail to slam into this being? Because uh, she's back after a long time missing, so she's a little thrown. <laughs> Too soon? I mean, that's fair. Too soon? Too soon. All right. Well, good thing it's a multi-tag. It's just one more shot at him. So here we go. Sure. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Big money. Okay, soft 20. I'll take it. 20 does not hit. Oh, no. The air elemental slams into the carapace of this creature, this almost dragon-like hide, and you hear a dull thud, and it doesn't quite penetrate this creature's armor. Well, you know, at least Amelia's there, so we'll keep her there, and uh, that'll be it for uh, for Team Traven Air. All right. Okay, back to me on that. I'll come up with a good name on next initiative turn. What's wrong with Bear? I mean, you're still a member of Bear Force One. Yeah, That's Bear true. Force One is perfect. Yeah. yeah. Bear Force One is cool. Fine. Bear Force One, I guess. Bear Force One. But it's B-A-I-R, because you're air metal. Bear. Bear. Carlton, you're up next, and after that is Bernie. However, at this point, at the end of Travancore's turn, at the end of technically the air, air elemental's turn, uh, this creature is going to take a legendary action. Oh, dang. It shifts a little bit. And its eyes focus down on Jonathan, Bernie, and Carlton. And I need the three of you to make intelligence saving throws. Is it uh, casting a spell? This is not a spell. Okay. Is it, is magic? it a charmed effect? No. And it's, it's going to do psychic damage. I am immune is... to psychic. Would it be a kind of magic? You Are you that? asking about advantage on yes. your save? Yes, I'm asking about advantage on my save against a magical thing. Psychic damage seems pretty magical to me. Well, let me ask. Are you still unconscious at this moment or did you get woken up? I have not had my turn yet. Okay, so you are still unconscious? Mm-hmm. So here's what I'm going to say. If I'm in some good REM sleep. If you were conscious, I would give you advantage on this. But because you're not conscious, I'm not going to give you disadvantage. So it can just be a straight roll. I got a six. Okay. Jonathan, what'd you get? It's an intelligence saving throw, so 21. Carlton? Uh, let me grab my bless in there. Uh, 10. Oh, wait. I do need to roll my bless. Yeah, this same. may be the last time I get to roll it. 25. <laughs> oh, in All that right. case, it's an eight. <laughs> Jonathan, you are the only one who manages to succeed as this massive line of... What would be like when you see the the steam coming off of heat, the wavy lines of heat, mm-hmm. that's what you see coming towards you, this this giant line of destruction. Carlton, you're fine because it's psychic damage. Bernie, you're going to take 27 psychic damage. And I will, because you took damage, I'll let you do another constitution saving throw. Jonathan, you take half of that. So you're going to take- thirty. 13 psychic damage. All right. I got a 21 on my con save. Bernie, you shift in your sleep. 
Do not yet wake up. <laughs> That's it for the legendary action. Carlton, it is your turn. Yeah, so I'm going to fly 60 feet straight up to get on top of its head and go, it's raining me uh, as I uh, attack it. <laughs> As Bernie shifts in her sleep, you hear, hallelujah, it's raining him. Absolutely soaked with blood. Too much. Too much. Oh, I like that. I'm going to, he's going to go out and let himself get absolutely. This is the dream, having the flying barbarian. Hey guys, I'm a champion, which means I crit on 19. Nice. Nice. Finally, finally, something goes right. Uh, I need to know when you're hitting this creature, I do need you to tell me each hit. The damage individually? No, I mean like, because I see that you're rolling a bunch of hits, which I totally appreciate. I haven't done a bunch of hits yet. I've only done the first attack. Okay. Am I going to be that mean? It's, uh, uh, we're in level 19. I'd say it comes with the territory. Carlton? Yeah. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. This is a spell. Is it the brain spell? Does, hang on. Uh, how far away am I? Come on, ruler. Well, you said that you landed yes! 60 feet from yes. it. I just need to need to figure out what level. Uh, I don't know. Let's try fourth level. I need you to roll. I figured. All right. That's fine. If it makes you feel any better, you were super close. That's a natural Everybody 20. Drink. Everybody, Everybody drink. That's a natural 20. As Carlton brings his sword down for the first time on this entropy creature, You watch its eyes flash, and it's almost a lazy thing, but you recognize spellcasting, and you stop it from shunting Carlton to somewhere, and the hit goes through. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) Carlton, I'm sorry I made you fly. (laughs) And Bernie, you're going to be on deck. Uh, You'll want to do a constitution saving I'll go ahead and do my concept. Yeah. (gasps) What'd you get? Nice. I got a natural 20. Nice. All right. Again. Hold on, but with Don't my Don't even D4. worry about the bless. I'm going to say on a natural no, 20, you automatically- No, I also rolled a four. So oh. I got a perfect roll. Okay. Out of curiosity, what does that get you? Bernie wakes up riff just like, like we're talking like Disney princess in the morning. There are birds. There are like the same weird uh, miasma that makes up Kevin has, has formed like, oh no. Oh no. So- all the initial, because uh, of, you know, all the feats, all the bonuses, and yeah. all that stuff, in addition to the calculated, just the adi- one that you get for your normal critical, I get to roll an additional 5d8 on when I crit. Out of that 5d8, I got nine. The highest yeah, roll nine. was a was a three on a d8. Yes. Uh, so nine plus 15 is 24 magical slashing for the first hit. All right. That's still nine more magical slashing. But guess what? It's still raining me. It's I'm still raining you? Go for it. <laughs> wow. Well then. Did you crit again? Crit it again. All right. Do oh it again. Oh my God. That's three natural 20s in a row between the two of us. I mean, that kind of makes up for the fact that, that your dice, <laughs> your damage rolls were kind of shit, right? <laughs> like this is, this is the scales balancing a little bit. The arc of the universe is long, but it bends towards awesomeness. This is a uh, 31 magical. Awesome. No, way better rolls. Absolutely. Same number of, of ones, but but better on the other dice. Sure. That's two uh, attacks. Anything else? Let's see. That's it for now. I'm going to wait. I'm going to hold my the rest of my juju for later. Action surge and all that. All right. Bernie, it is your turn. Bernie wakes, wakes up and is just like, kind of like, <laughs> and then she's like, wait, 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 hold on, wait. Oh, shit. And she's uh, going to cast... Actually, Bernie's going to hover herself a few feet closer, so she's within the 60-foot range, and she is going to cast Banishment. All right. Okay. Uh, What is the save? It is a Charisma save. And what's the DC? 19. And it has disadvantage. Why does it have disadvantage? Because I said so. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I need a little bit more than I just said it, so. It's not native to this plane? Well, I, I, because I, he, that's not how bad he it's going to He ain't got no alibi. Oh, why? 
That's I mean, actually how she casts it. She's like, G-G-L-Y, you ain't got no alibi, you're banished. Yeah, yeah, you're banished. I'm just clapped a whole bunch of times in front of Mike. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that's okay, that's okay. Bernie, you, you do this little ritual to cast banishment and your magic washes over this creature and you watch as one of its eyes lifts up to look at you and then goes back to Carlton as it rolled a 23 on its saving throw. God damn it! Super sleep. That's kind of the sucky thing about banishment. It's save or suck. So, which also that's means true. bless is gone. They're both concentration. They are. Here's what I'll let you do because because the the banish didn't work. Go ahead and roll a, a constitution saving throw to try to hold on to the bless. I like that. I really that's do fair. because fifteen. Uh, what level did you cast bless at? I cast bless at a four. So yes, you do manage to hold on to the bless. Say. All right, anything else? Ooh, man, I was really hoping. It would have been cool. That's a homebrew that uh, you kids can use on at your games uh, going. Because it's like, it's sort of switching the tracks between concentration spells, right? You're allowing for them, not the spellcaster, not to totally get rid of whatever spell they were concentrating on. Uh, they can hold on to yeah. it if they don't succeed. I, I love it. Love it. I have to mull it over to, to kind of codify that, but I feel like that's kind of a fair thing to do, yeah. especially on a, a spell like Banishment. Anyway, Bernie, is there anything else you'd like to do? Well, since that didn't work as a bonus action, clearly Kevin's coming. All right. Your spiritual weapon? Spiritual weapon. We're going to This is another cast. one of those homebrews that people are like, wait, what? It's going to be right up. We're not playing. I guess we're no longer flanking, so that's not something... Partially, the, the spiritual weapon isn't supposed to be able to flank, but mostly this creature is so large you can't see the back of it. What if she goes to the under of it since I'm on the top of it? I mean, if you want to dig under it, because it is on the ground. It's just also so big that it is many, many feet in the air. This is the, it is technically a gargantuan creature, but gargantuan is anything from a certain size bigger. Yeah. What I have on the map is accurate. Ooh. In which case, it's just going <laughs> to hang out right next to Carlton for moral support, and it's going okay. to take the form of a great big nuclear furnace. For those of you at home listening, that's about 16 Carltons big. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's big. Big. It, it big. All right. Bernie, go ahead and do your attack. Ugh. Oh. oh. Hold on. Because I still get to add my bless. Yeah, because technically you are, are doing the attack, not a weapon. Oh, that's a 14. Mm. 14 does miss. Sorry. You're a little bummed out. You're still bummed out from the the banishment. Anything else? Bernie's like, miss? And she's just like, what? (laughs) What? Part of me wants it to be Raymond, since your mace is Kevin. (laughs) (laughs) Anything else from Bernie? Uh, Bernie's going to be like, eh. All right. I am a mace. I strike things. So, because I am good at being a mace. Yes, I think Kevin, Kevin and Raymond, the spiritual weapon will be named Raymond. There you go. <laughs> it is now this creature's turn. The Lord of em- ep- Entropy. The Lord of Entropy. I almost said empathy. I'm like, that is a complete opposite creature. Yeah. The Lord yes. of Entropy. It's still looking down at Carlton. You know, it raised that one eye, kind of the way chameleons can just move each eye, except it's not on a stalk. And now it lifts... It lifts its whole head filled with rows and circles of rows of teeth. And it seems to grin at the four of you in the back. So Jonathan, Bernie, Shadow, and Travancore, I need you all to make wisdom saving throws. Is it against magic? This is against magic, yes. Cool. Is it, Not that I can counter it, but is it a spell? This would be a spell, yes. Damn. All right. Jonathan? 29. That saves. Bernie? 22. That fails. Shadow? Well, I didn't roll for Shadow yet. Um, okay. Travancore failed, though. Okay. Come on, heart of the cards. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, 13. All right. Jonathan, you feel this wave wash over you as though someone was trying to peer into your mind, but you kind of shrug it off. The other three, I need to know... Travancore, what's your worst nightmare in this moment? Oh, probably the Lord of Entropy winning. (laughs) You see the entirety of Waterdeep has been 
turned to ash in front of you as the Lord of Entropy has won. Uh, you are considered frightened, um, and you can make another save at the end of your turn. Basically, frightened means you have disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the source of your fear is in sight, which is the Lord of Entropy, and you can't willingly move closer to it. Bernie, what is your worst nightmare at this moment? Oh, Bernie's worst nightmare is always the same. It doesn't change. She relives watching her parents die. You look to the right and you see it again. You don't know why. You don't know how. But it's right there. Same thing. Frightened. Can make the save. Travancore, what shadows greatest nightmare at this moment? Probably seeing all of his friends, including Travancore, die. Shadow looks around and everyone's lying on the ground, dead. He doesn't know what happened, why this thing has, has suddenly won. But everybody is gone. So at this moment, the three of you are frightened. There's no other damage. At the end of each of your turns, you can make a saving throw. You are still aware of the fact that this creature is here. Those of you who are currently manifesting a nightmare that involves other people being in your party being dead, at the start of your turn, you will see them in like ghost-like forms. So you are aware that they're there, as this creature has cast weird on all of you. And it is at that moment, as we come back to the top of the round, that we're going to pause there. And the next time we get together, round two will begin of this epic fight with the Lord of Entropy. And I'm not going to give any experience at this very moment, but trust me, when and if you beat this thing, there's going to be a lot that happens. The most useful thing I have done this entire fight is cast Bless before the fight started. Yeah. Bless is, Bless definitely, there were a couple of saves that some of you had that were right on the cusp. And if it hadn't been for the Bless, it wouldn't have happened. How are you all doing? Is everybody okay? Yeah. If, uh, yes. Man, I, I really wanted banishment to work. I know. Mm. I know. We'll have other chances. And if if Jonathan the Magimuscular uh, loses concentration on fly, he's he should have some some banishments left too. I'm just making a note of all the buffs that I have that I'm managing right now. Please take a moment and write down somewhere where you can save it. Uh, what spells you're concentrating on, what buffs you currently have, and what detriments you currently have for those of you who are frightened. Thanks for listening to our adventure. If you've enjoyed our show, then visit us at distinguishedadventurers.com. There you can find links to our podcast and social media, pictures and bios of our cast, info on our Patreon, and much more. Thanks again, and we'll see you next encounter. We appreciate all of our Patreon patrons and extend a special thanks to our top-tier patrons. Thank you, Forrest from Stabby Quest, Nate Zakari, Rebecca, a.k.a. Bunny Monster, Sir Narvi and Sailor Tweak, John Adi, Linnea Boyev, Lori, a.k.a. Calamity Jane, and Hunted Shadows, LLC.